Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 39 of the Sally Serves It Up podcast. I am a little bit under the weather. I have got some sort of uh, like respiratory situation going on, but I'm powering through. Um, today, I want to jump straight in because I've got a lot to say, and I want it to be a really powerful episode that you can listen to more than once if you need to. It's all about what to do when your weekend hasn't gone to plan, what to do when you're thinking it was a write-off, and how to kind of, quote unquote, get back on track. In my idealist mind, you will come back to this episode like on Mondays. Um, But what I share with you today can be applied to any day of the week after anything that has meant you feel a little bit like you don't know where to go next. If you showed up in a way that was just like a bit of a shit show, in your opinion, I want you to listen to this and take the same steps and see how you get on. So I'm going to paint a picture for you. Say you've had a weekend where you had planned to go to an exercise class. You had an idea of everything you were going to eat and drink. You'd made your plan ahead of time. You were going to a dinner party and you decided you'd drink two glasses of wine and a gin and tonic. And you decided not to have the bread or the pudding, but you were going to have the pasta. I don't know. You'd decided you would prioritize good sleep and read your book on Sunday and get a big walk in. Whatever it is, you had grand plans for the weekend. And you might have even, you know, written it down as I encourage you to do, write down your plan and put things in your diary, even at weekends. And then all of a sudden, it's Monday morning and you're still hungover from Saturday's dinner and all the crap food you ate yesterday. You're exhausted. You didn't drink two glasses of wine and a gin and tonic. You ended up having a bottle of wine and three espresso martinis that make you want to just like vom thinking about it. And you ate all the bread and all the pudding and all the things yesterday to make yourself feel better. You didn't go to the gym class. You didn't take a walk. You definitely did not sleep well. And you certainly didn't read the bloody book. (laughs) And I can say this very definitively as You know, I'm very clear on this picture that I'm painting because I've done it many times. And what then happens on Monday is we beat ourselves up. We think, no, 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 not again, Sal. We've got to do better. We mustn't go to events like that if we want to lose weight. We can't be trusted around food and alcohol. We are thinking, why is this so hard? We probably feel quite anxious from the booze. And one of two paths is then taken. We either give up entirely on our weight loss and habit changes and kind of what we want for ourselves. And we probably go for about another week, maybe two weeks of sort of just being like, oh, whatever, like I'll eat all the food, I'll drink, it just doesn't matter. And feeling probably a bit sorry for ourselves or slash going, fuck it. Um, And we do that basically until we've decided we've had enough again and we've got some vague amount of willpower to try again. What else can happen is we go into restriction mode. 
So no drinking, no sugar, no flour, no life until that next party we have in the diary that we really can't cancel or get out of and that we really want to go to. And we cancel all the other nice plans we had to see friends. We book in loads of exercise, like high intensity stuff. We skip meals from a place of restriction. We eat small quantities. We don't give our body enough food for fuel. Um, like And weird diety food like broths and, you know, oh, I'm just going to have miso soup for lunch from this place of restriction. We listen to like a podcast to tell us what to do. Um, and I get the irony there. We might order like a book or sign up to a diet that our friend has been doing. And I'm sure you like, I'm sure you know by now that the restriction from that whole sort of shit show of diety, a diet mentality that you're taking on Monday will create the exact same behavior you just experienced at the weekend and that you're trying to avoid. Your body is like, not this again, not Sal trying to ignore me again, not Sal trying to like deprive me of actual food and nourishment and joy and pleasure. Like, okay, fine. She can use her willpower. It will feel like crap for her and it will run out soon. And then we can get our dopamine and eventually get our way with things. And the same weekend will just happen again. And I want you to not go through this completely maddening cycle of either feeling like you're not good enough, thinking that you have no power, and then just waiting until you feel crap enough to try and make change again, or restricting yourself and then essentially kind of binging and then restricting yourself and binging and never finding the result that you want. And what needs to change, what needs to happen is not stuff that you are or aren't doing at the weekends, but what you're thinking about them. And there are three things that I want you to think about and like to do read the weekends. And they all kind of need to happen in tandem. And it's going to take a lot of practice and there will be mistakes as you start applying this. But if you follow this, you will change what is going on for you and you will change your experience of weekends and the results that you create and how you feel on that Monday morning. So number one, I want you to look at what you think about weekends. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I'm sure it comes as no surprise that I'm telling you to look at your thoughts and beliefs. This is such a crucial part. So looking back at your weekend and your actions, what were you thinking that perhaps led to those actions? If you remember the thinking cycle that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, what thoughts and beliefs do you have about weekends that are driving you to take kind of fuck it action? <laughs> Things like weekends. So the some of the beliefs that I am going to offer you that you might be having are things like weekends are for drinking. Weekends are for eating. It doesn't really matter if I do it just at weekends. I've been so good all week, so I can be bad now. Or I've been so good all week, I deserve this. Or God, I got through another stressful week at work. I I should get to have this. I should get to have whatever I want at weekends. 
Also things like you can't lose weight over the weekend. It's impossible to have a healthy, nourishing weekend without isolating yourself. So things of that ilk, I'm sure you can think of many more. And I want you to write down all of those beliefs that you have and notice how they make you feel. And most of the time, they'll make you feel resigned and quite sort of unwilling and almost like nonchalant, like I might as well not even try. And I think that they also can create desire for food and alcohol and pleasure and reward. And of course, from there, like you're not going to make a plan that you even really believe in. You aren't even going to sort of really try with sticking with it because you've got these subconscious beliefs. Um, And once you add like a bit of like a strong hit of dopamine, um, you know, that alcohol, that that sugar and you give your your brain that reward and it's just going to want to take over and it will. Um, It's like you can't really rationalize it, rationalize with it unless you're really aware of what has got you there in the first place. It's my deep-rooted thinking about the weekends that is driving me to take action that my brain kind of can agree with, to support those thoughts, to find and create evidence for it. You'll keep getting the same results from your weekends if you don't look at this. So in order to change it, you've got to start believing other things about weekends. And I know that you're going to have to take it slow. Think how many weekends you've had in your life kind of repeating and reenacting and making true this whole narrative and this story is going to take time to change it. So first of all, it's about believing that it's possible to change your normal thinking about the weekends. And like on a Friday, brainstorm a load of intentional thoughts with the outcome you have in mind. And it's about understanding what you want to think about the weekends, that they aren't a problem, that you have plenty of sources of pleasure and reward, that you can honor your plan, that food and alcohol doesn't have to be a problem or difficult at the weekends. And maybe not having pudding isn't restrictive or fringy or weird, all of it. And I can't suggest loads of them because it's about what resonates with you and what you think and what feels like it could also be true to you. I had to start believing that weekends didn't have to mean a free fall and that I can take so much long-term pleasure from being willing to change my beliefs about it. And I used to, I, I practiced the thought that I can really like my results on Monday and it's possible that they don't, it doesn't have to be like an undoing on Monday, or it, the weekend doesn't have to be an undoing. Like the weekend can be more of what I want. And on Monday, I will be satisfied with what I created. And it's about looking at what you think in order to create a feeling within you, an emotion which drives the actions that you want to be taking. And sometimes those actions are going to be going to the party and having a kind of effort time. And that's okay. Like be on board with it, enjoy it. But it's also about being honest about the other results that you want in your life and the actions that you need to be taking and the things that you don't need to be doing in order to create them. So not actions that you can kind of like, so that you deem yourself as like perfect and diety, but actions that align with your values and the results you want to create in your life. 
Number two, when things haven't gone to plan, I want you to write down at least three things you've learned from the perceived failure and mistakes and how you're going to apply these, like these learnings, to next weekend. Because it's all very well thinking that you've learned you can't be trusted in that social setting with that particular friend. I think that's like, I remember I used to think that about certain people after certain nights out or weekends. And no, like that is not what I'm saying, because think of what you would have to change in order to change that outcome. So really, it's about challenging yourself to look under, you know, look deeper for uh, learning that is going to better support the life that you want. So maybe it's something like, I find it hard to honor my plan and trust myself with that friend. And that I don't like the feeling, I don't like things feeling hard. And I don't like feeling like the outlier in a situation. Um, I don't like being the sort of the odd one out or feeling like the odd one out. Okay, I don't like it. And this comes up particularly with this friend. And next time, what I'm going to do to apply this is I'm going to write myself a letter from my future self, from me the next morning, having gone, the evening having gone exactly as I wanted it to go. And I'm going to set my alarm on my phone for 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. and maybe even like 1 a.m., whatever you think. And I'm going to go to the loo and I'm going to read it and remind myself of how, what I want and why and how I want to feel. Absolutely, do not forget why you're doing this. And if it's just to lose a few pounds, that won't be that compelling when alcohol or whatever dopamine source is involved. And so what I want to remind you of is that you need a why that doesn't need to be like Oprah's why. You know, you don't have to have like the most sagest, most connected thing ever, but just losing weight. Why do you want to lose weight? What will that mean for you? What will that create for you? And does that answer light like light you up does it make you excited does it does it compel you and when you're reading this letter it's about like you know my strategy is I'm gonna breathe I'm gonna then close my eyes I'm gonna put my hand on my heart and I'm gonna tell myself that I'm safe and I'm I'm enough and I've got this like the the problem often comes from not thinking that who we are in our entirety is enough in that situation and that we need these crutches and also then those crutches just become habit and our brain is like hello can I have my habit so it doesn't have to always be so deep rooted you might feel enough in that situation but you have the habit of drinking in that situation and so it's just a lot of different things can be going on at the same time and that is a solution that I can try out this letter from my future self imagining how I want to feel just like we do about holidays, imagining how I want to feel after the fact, say on, you know, on Monday morning or on Sunday morning, what do I want to know about the night before? How do I want to think I've shown up? And like applying that to a letter to my future self, that's an actual learning. I'm understanding that this is a tricky situation for me. I don't like when things feel hard. I don't like when things feel tough. I don't like feeling weird and fringy. Um, but those are all, I don't have to 
feel that. I can remind myself that I'm none of those things in my letters to myself. And that is something I can apply. And then I will do it again. And like, I will apply it and I will see what happens and I'll go through the same process. And the delightful thing is weekends keep coming back around. So you can just keep on trying. And that kind of gets me to the third point, which is on Monday, you've written your learnings. I want you to make a plan. And it's not a diet restriction plan and like, oh my God, I need to order Prolon. Please don't do that. I want you to write a beautiful, loving plan that's about eating two to three square meals a day, hydrating like it's your job, being really present in your body and to your emotions and not eating when you're not physically hungry and like chewing really well and being grateful for the food you get to eat and write down what's the one thing that you're going to focus on this week and why. And make sure that reason, as I said, is something that kind of like excites you, that draws you in, that interests you and will compel you to keep going when it feels hard, which it will sometimes. Because I have had so many weekends in my past life, a so-called bad weekend, that on Monday I would be, I would just be writing some restricted, restrictive protocol with less food and less everything. And what you want instead of less is you want more. What you need to be giving your body on Monday is more, more love, more compassion, more awareness, more feeling, more understanding, more kindness, and more gentleness. And I don't say those things lightly. It's not fluffiness and it's not something to go, yeah, 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 but what do I actually do? This is key. Okay. It will feel counterproductive because of what we've been taught and these thoughts that we have about ourselves. But that's how you'll get to Friday, not feeling like a jack in the box, ready to burst open again. This is how you will meaningfully change because the problem is not what you're eating in those main meals as much as what and how you're judging yourself and restricting and depriving yourself and what you're believing about weight loss and how it has to be all of these things, like how it has to be hard and how you have to be unkind to yourself and give yourself a hard time and will yourself towards the results you want. If anything, I want you to check that your protocol isn't too restrictive or you're being too restricted during the week, that it leaves you somehow feeling this way at weekends, kind of unknowingly, where it all goes out the window. And just get back to what you know works. Don't ask others for solutions. You do know what to do. And it's about asking yourself, what feels good to you? What does, what, if my body could speak, what would it say? And trust your body's incredible ability to thrive when you don't restrict it of food or deprive it of joy or ignore the full breadth of emotions that it feels, good and bad. Come back into your body, believe in it, believe in your power. You have the power to create what you want in your life and it will involve challenges and it will feel hard and meet that with knowingness that you're on the right path. And this is what we do with coaching. Nothing is wrong when it's hard and it's about just staying the course. 
when things feel hard, I think it's a sign that you're doing the work. It means that like you're trying to change comfortable behaviors and patterns. And so it will feel uncomfortable. And it's about carrying on and not stopping. It's about working through it, moving through it. And the absolute best thing I heard when I started losing weight was stop stopping. It just was like a light bulb. I realized that I had spent, you know, nearly 20 years constantly stopping and starting with trying to eat well and trying to do this diet. And I just, when I heard stop stopping, I was like, that's all I've got to do. I've just got to stop stopping. Stop this endless cycle of diets, of switching, of looking outward and instead look inward and stop all this chopping and changing. Just carry on when it's not been perfect. Keep the trend moving forwards. Don't You don't need to look back. You don't need to dwell. You don't need to feel sorry for yourself. Take what you've learned from everything and apply it and keep going. And eventually you will get there. That like That is the truth. So weekends are hard. If <laughs> Weekends can be hard, but there is totally a way out of it. And the most glorious thing is that it all comes down to ultimately what you're thinking and you have the power to change what you think and feel about anything. So it's about taking imperfect action and just keep going with it. Look at what you think. Look at the ingrained beliefs that you have. Be willing to learn from that and what that thinking creates for you. And don't judge it or yourself. Put those learnings into action rather than just letting them float into the atmosphere and then carry on. And you'll need, just FYI, you need a pen and paper for this. You need to stop doing stuff in your head and stop thinking like that you can do this without writing stuff down and without getting... You know, I'm not just saying do these exercises where you write down all of your beliefs for my own health. I'm saying it because it's an essential part of it. And I know that those people who are able to do some form of journaling, some form of reflective work through pen to paper, get better results because they get better awareness. And without that awareness, you just won't be able to meaningfully change the habits that feel just so stuck and so rigid and just keep going and you want to keep going not because you're hating on yourself and thinking I've got to get my shit together but because you are loving on yourself so much that you believe in your ability to change and create the life you want because you aren't thinking that it's anyone else's job to create your results but your own and you have this divine power within you to do it and I hope that this has motivated you to see that whatever area it feels like it's the thing that's holding you back, the circumstance that's holding you back, whether it's weekends, work, your relationship, anything outside of you, that this is actually a process that can be taken with, can be applied to any of those things. So whether it's the weekend or whether it's something else, it's about understanding what are your beliefs? What are you thinking that is creating this outcome for you that you don't like? And what can you do? What what, What could you try? What could you take a guess at in order to start changing the outcomes? And 
It's just the most powerful work that you can do because this is how you kind of take your brain along for the ride. This is how you start to genuinely like, please believe me, it's your brain. It's like you you can change your thoughts and believe something entirely, entirely different over time. Um, and that is how you will, it will become something that feels easy and part of you and um, effortless over time. So some things will will take longer. Um, some areas of your life will take longer to change, but just keep going, stop stopping and just be kind to yourself because without that kindness, it's it's just going to be really, really hard. And the results that you can possibly create from giving yourself a hard time are very unlikely to stick because you've still got all of these beliefs that will ultimately rear up again and create those outcomes you were trying to change. So there you have it. That's all I have to say for today. I hope you found it helpful. I feel really passionately about like, I feel really passionately about helping you and encouraging you to get out of the narratives that aren't going to help you and to stop you from giving yourself a hard time for even having them and to stop you from giving yourself a hard time when it feels difficult and when you make mistakes. It's okay. That's all part of it. And once you make some progress, once you decide to stop stopping and you see that that thing that once was holding you back, that in order to move through it, the beliefs and evidence you created of changing it and moving through it, you had was all part of it. The mistakes you made, the learnings that you got, you had to get that learning in order to meaningfully change the belief over time. And so you'll see that everything that you experience, as long as you understand where it is you want to go and you stop stopping, everything you experience is part of your unique journey. And it is essential that it happens just as it has. There's no right way. There's only your way. So that's my spiel. I'll stop talking. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Be kind to yourselves. Take care of yourselves. And if you want to look into coaching with me, please visit sallywebstercoaching.com. Otherwise, you've totally got this. And I will see you next week. Bye.